All right, we are live. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Dudes Doing Movies. How are you, Lennon? I'm good. I'm just finishing this gargantuan sandwich that I'm eating right now. What are you eating? What uh let the audience know. Uh, I got the uh the vegan fat Giuseppe from Triangle Tavern, classical, the three-sided saloon in Philly. Um it's a uh, like a special sandwich they have that they only have for like a week at a time every now and then. And uh, it's like it's like a gimmick sandwich. It's like honestly, like not even that good. It's just like the gimmick. It's like seitan wings, vegan mozzarella sticks, Big Mac sauce, fries, lettuce, pickles on on like a sub. At a there's a diner in Scranton, um, called Viewmont Diner. And they have a sandwich there. It's just called the fat sandwich, which is just like chicken tenders, mozzarella sticks, fries, and buffalo sauce, I think. So it's like the same kind of concept. I've also had it where like it's called like the fat bitch or whatever the fuck, like yeah. some stupid ass name like that. Good sandwich, though. Old school I sandwich. Like, I feel like all... There's like a bunch of places that have that that type of sandwich, you know. It's a good way to just feel like straight up dog shit for thirty minutes after. Oh, I'm gonna feel. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. We're gonna record this right now. It's currently. I'll let everybody in behind the behind the curtain. It's nine twenty two right now. I have to wake up at six thirty a.m. for work, so that's probably not gonna happen because I'm gonna. We're gonna record this for an hour ish <clears throat> i'm gonna go to sleep and then i'm gonna wake up probably around midnight or one and have to make like a fucking break for the toilet and just like crap crap my brains out you're gonna be waking up drenched in sweat talking about pupils dilated dudes doing <laughs> diarrhea bro you uh you watch anything Besides um, what we're talking about, I've been still watching that show Beef. Uh, it's okay, get, it's getting good now. Um, other than that, no, I haven't. I've just been kind of, I got a bunch of shows coming up and stuff, and I've just been like practicing for them, filling in for Magnitude. So I've just been like practicing the set over and over again. Yeah, but, that's a. Uh... That's fair. That's way more fun than just watching shit. Nah. Potentially. No, no, but not really. Potentially. Uh, what about you? You want you went you went and saw Evil Dead last night. I'm sure you're excited to tell everybody about that. Go ahead, <laughs> dude. Evil Dead Rise was fucking sick. Uh, you know, Evil Dead 2013 is more. I like it. I think it's a, a great movie, and I'm excited for Fede Alvarez's Alien movie that's coming up this year. But that was more of a uh, brutal, like gore fest in a way. Um, the movie, the movie's great itself, but this movie has some of the brutality of of that, and it also has a lot of the slapstick comedic nature of Evil Dead Two, which I really didn't anticipate. Like, it wasn't. The comedy wasn't like tension breaking. It kind of added to it where you're like, oh, that's funny. Oh, wait a minute. This whole thing is fucked up. Uh, the cast was awesome. 
really lots of odes to Evil Dead 1 and 2. Like, it, I think that Pete and I were talking about this last night. Evil Dead might be the most consistent horror franchise. There's no bad movies. Sam Raimi had nothing to do with this movie, though, right? He helped produce. Okay. Him and Bruce Campbell. And they're, uh, I guess they're writing for another one. And they're like, uh, I guess, giving guidelines and like rules and stuff to directors that want to attach themselves to the Evil Dead franchise. Like, hey, this is the goal of the movies. And like, this is what we want to achieve with them. So it makes me feel like the, the franchise, if it does, you know, spawn more sequels is in good hands because this movie is fucking awesome. It, it was everything I wanted from an Evil Dead movie and more. Well, all all hating aside, I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it, bro. I'm glad it fulfilled your expectations. Yeah, I can't wait to do Evil Dead 2013 on the pod, then Evil Dead Rise. It's going to be great. I'm not happy about that. <laughs> I'll do you'll Army see, You'll see it. Dude, you'll see it, and you'll be like, oh, this wasn't that bad. This is actually fucking sick. It's not that scary. It just looks rap metal to me. Yeah, it's awesome. Like Evil Dead Rise, not rap metal. It's It looks so rap metal, like the demented mother being like, mommy's home. It's like, dude, this is like some, this is some like hot topic 2003 shit, you know? I want to agree with you and hate on it, but after seeing the movie and the performance that the the actress that plays the mother gives i i can't because she she's a fan of like the evil dead movies so it goes into that performance and it fucking rocked because there's a lot of similarities between her and like linda from evil dead one and two essentially and it's fucking awesome especially when she becomes a deadite the whole thing has can't sleep clowns will eat me type vibes you know nah it's awesome evil dead rise was great i can't wait for uh for it to come out because i'll probably buy the dvd honestly i liked it that much right fair enough did you ever have any of those shirts as a kid like they can't sleep clowns will eat me type shirts i don't even know what that is come on man yes you do just like (laughs) shirts from like hot topic or like they had them at like jc penny that were just like I mean, the goaded one that just like said stuff on them. Like, is this like the I made you a cookie, but I eat it type beat? Yes, literally, yes. That's what that's what the new Evil Dead movie looks like to me. Nah, it's it was great, man. The effects were crazy. All the all the dead eyed shit was awesome. Like, it it gets silly too, which was cool. I didn't expect that. I'm glad that it gets silly. That makes me. Because I definitely like Army of Darkness way more than Evil Dead 2, which I like way more than Evil Dead 1. Really? See, my list is is different. Well, because you're a horror guy. I don't really like straight horror stuff. I guess, but for me, it's like, it goes Evil Dead 1, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead 2, for the original stuff. I'll be honest, I like Evil Dead Rise more than Evil Dead 2, which I'm sure... A lot of people just screamed at their <laughs> their iPhone app, but time will tell where yeah. it ends up. Right now, I like it more than Evil Dead 2. I, I mean, I, 
I'm sure that's a crazy opinion. I have no dog in this fight, brother. I have no stance on that whatsoever. Don't worry. When we watch, when we do Evil Dead 2013, you will have a dog in the fight. Yeah, maybe. Look, man. Wait, so are you telling me you had a uh, I made you a cookie, but I eat it shirt when you were a kid? My God, I wish I did. The best one, the goaded shirt of all those shirts is uh, I do my own stunts. That's the best fucking one. I think I had like a, I didn't know what it was at the time, but I'm pretty sure I had like a Simpson Soprano rip shirt as a kid. That's awesome, but that's different. That's like IP. I'm talking about just like those shirts that they sold that just said like, I throw peanuts at old people, like those kind of shirts, you know? No, I always thought that shit was really whack, like MySpace oh. type of shit. Yeah, yeah. I Dude, I definitely had those shirts when I was a kid. I had I do my own stunts with the stick figure flying through the air, bro. That's a classical shirt. I need to get one of those. <laughs> All right. No, I never I never had any of those because there wasn't a hot topic near me until like. I don't know. I was like 16 or 17. And by that time, I was already in the hardcore and going to shows. So I yeah. never got to see that shit. I'm not going to lie, because when I was like 10 years old, I was I stayed at the hot topic at the Pembroke Lakes Mall. Oh, uh, they were playing Hawthorne Heights. You couldn't resist. Brother, I was in there. I was in that bitch. All right. Just think if you were like five years older, you would have been running it like it was the Navy. Straight up. Probably I would have been the manager. Straight up. <laughs> Dark timeline. <laughs> that is such a fucking <laughs> timeline, dude. Holy shit. All right. Anyways, let's talk about something not dark at all. Let's talk about one of the few things in this horrific hellscape of a universe that brings me joy like on unadulterated just like pure like joy to the point where i could od on it which is wallace and gromit bro i never saw it before until a couple days ago and uh you know i i don't know like I don't really think British humor is that funny. So that's why I didn't watch it as a kid. Always heard it was funny as an adult. Never watched it because British people inherently aren't funny. But my God, I was wrong. Dude. I'm telling you straight up, man. This, it, it just does, it just does not get any better than this. Like it truly. Well, so, so let's, let's start by saying. Wallace and Gromit obviously is a franchise. There are multiple movies, short films, uh, like short some short films that are like 30 minutes long, which is what the original few were, which is what we watched. Um, there is a series of shorts that are all like three minutes or like shorter. Um, but we watched the original three, um, which is Wallace and Gromit in A Grand Day Out in 1989. Uh, Wallace and Gromit in The Wrong Trousers, 1993. And the third one we watched was uh, Wallace and Gromit in A Close Shave, 1995. They're all directed by Nick Park, um, who's a claymation whiz, who uh, also did Chicken Run. You ever seen Chicken Run? No. Uh, I heard Chicken Run is very funny. I remember seeing trailers for it as a kid, and I just never saw it. I mean, it's awesome. It's like the same. It's it's just this. If you like this, you'd like Chicken Run. I'll say this. I've always thought claymation shit was mad cool. 
I, I don't know why I had this, why my mom thought this would be a good Christmas gift, but when I was like seven or eight, I got the whole Mr. Bill collection on like VHS. I don't know what that is. It's literally just like claymation shit of like this doll called Mr. Bill that gets like fucking, he just gets fucked up and then he just screams, oh no. And that's like the punchline to every joke. So I guess in retrospect, that's a good gift for a child, but yeah. I always thought claymation shit was mad cool. And just the artistry that goes into it when it's done extremely well, like in Wallace and Gromit, it it really adds to the overall appeal to it for me. Yeah, I mean, so so yeah, we watched the first three. They're like a half hour each. So it ended up being like the length of a full length movie. Um, I fucking love this shit. I watch it so often. Like if I had a bad day at work, Cause it's just like such an easy watch, you know, if I had a bad day at work or I'm just like tense, dude, I'll just come home and like throw on one of these and just watch it. And it's just like, it just brings me this level of happiness that few other things in this world bring me like it's pure, you know, this is pure happiness. Um, But it's also like really smart. It's really well done. The claymation is like amazing. It's like actually impressive. Um, and it's just like, what, what, what did you think overall? What, what were your thoughts on, on all three of them? So I started a grand day out, which is the first one. Yeah. And the first thought I had was, this isn't going to be funny. I don't think I'll laugh at all. And then literally by the end of it, I was cracking up. That goes for all three of them. Yeah. Uh, not, not to be a cynic, but I was like, yeah, this probably won't be as funny as I think it is, or I'm sure I'll just, like, think it's fine. And I came out on the other end going, damn, I was a hater for no reason. This is awesome. Dude, it's incredible, dude. I feel like it's so funny because the last thing we did was Brawl and Cell Block 99, and now we're doing this. And I feel like they could not be more – they could not be more opposite. But I don't know, man. I feel like even, like, the the most hardened, cold motherfucker on planet Earth – you can't help but just like smile at this shit, you know? Yeah, you get to watch Wallace go crazy over fucking cheese and Gromit just he wants to knit. The dog just wants to knit. Yeah, so I mean, essentially the through line for all three and all, I mean all of these movies is Wallace and Gromit live together. Wallace is an English man and Gromit is a dog, his dog. Uh and Wallace is like kind of an idiot. Yeah, uh, the three characteristics about Wallace that kind of define him are like he's a he's a very simple fella, to say the least. He's a moron. He loves cheese, and he's constantly making these like insane inventions. And Gromit is like really smart, and Gromit has to kind of just like get him out of trouble that he causes for himself with his inventions or usually trying to acquire cheese somehow. Um, and. So that's kind of the through line. I, I think watching them all three in order was pretty interesting because you really see the just like the leaps that he makes from a grand day out to the wrong trousers. It's just like the quality of the claymation. It's like a grand day out is when you watch it the first time around, you don't really think it's too crude. But if you watch it compared to everything else, it looks way crude by comparison, you know? And it still looks amazing. He does so much good stuff. Um, 
And there's like a lot of really cool textures that he does with the claymation and like cool little tricks. Like um, when Wallace first goes down to his basement to build the rocket in the, in grand day out, like the water dripping down the walls and shit like that. Um, the way he does like paint splashing onto the rocket when they're painting the rocket, like he does all this really cool shit that like, I can't even fathom how you would do that with claymation, you know? I'll say this, um, a grand day out. It definitely is a little more rough around the edges as opposed to the wrong trousers and a close shave, but with the wrong trousers and a close shave, I thought they were extremely similar. Like I didn't notice any, like you said, crudeness to it. I think starting off that, I don't know, it was late eighties. Maybe the, the production values weren't there, but even with all that being said, I thought grand day out still looked pretty smooth. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. I know that at some point in the series, it gets funded by BBC. And I think, a Grand Day Out was Nick Park doing it on his own without BBC funding. And The Wrong Trousers is with the with, with like financial backing from the BBC. So he probably just had a way bigger budget to do the rest of the stuff after that, you know? I will say in comparison to like what they do with the second and third movie, A Grand Day Out is a, like, even though they go to the moon, like it's much smaller in scope there aren't that many locales realistically and when they're on the moon it's just kind of like i don't know yellow with like a black backdrop so there's not much going on but then with the wrong trousers and a close shave it's like in the city and there's stuff happening all around them and it features a lot of different locales other than just like the house and one other place which i thought was pretty fascinating yeah i mean it really it kind of feels like <clears throat> the wrong trousers and uh close shave they have like more of an it's like more of a narrative like real like plot as to where <clears throat> excuse me a grand day out doesn't really feel like it has too much plot i mean they're bored they run out of cheese they're like where can we go to get cheese oh we can go to the moon it's made out of cheese so they build a rocket and they go that's like a looney tunes episode plot you know which like i'm here for it that's fine but the other ones have like more real like narrative plots the first one really just feels like a demo almost like it feels like nick park is just kind of you know demonstrating like his his claymation chops you know what i mean i can see that i still think that for what it is it's still pretty fascinating oh it's because so with claymation there's just there's just so much that goes into it, like every movement, every like every facial expression. And that's one thing that is really good about Wallace and Gromit is the facial expressions are fantastic for every yeah. single character. Dude, especially for fucking Gromit, dude. Like the way that he is so expressive is crazy, man. Like not an ounce of dialogue, all yeah. facial expression. It's yeah, fantastic. Gromit, ne Gromit never speaks, and you always know what he's thinking and what he's feeling. It's, um, it's definitely a um, a series where like I, anyone can enjoy it. A kid, an adult, yeah, anyone. Dude, I, I was really blown away by it. Um, 
one one thing about the expressiveness too, even like the robot that they encounter on the moon, the robot has no face, but that robot feels super expressive, you know? Yeah. Uh, do you do you just want to start and go in order from a grand day out and just go from there? Yeah, so we'll talk a grand day out first. I mean, we kind of already are, but so what's your overall thoughts on a grand day out? Like what 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 was there anything about this that you didn't like? I'm going to kill you if there was, to be honest with you, but um so I gave it 4 stars on Letterboxd. Just pretty good. Mhm. Pretty amazing. Uh I can't think of anything that I I disliked. I feel like if I saw this as a kid, it would have extra nostalgic weight to it and that would probably push it to a higher rating but for seeing this at 29 years old for the first time i thought it was pretty great uh i don't you know I, this goes for all three movies too i can't really think of anything that i didn't like about them i will say that i did have kind of a a grievance i guess because i watched this on amazon it's available on Amazon Prime, so if you have that, all all the Walls and Gromit movies are on there. Yep. But I started it, and I thought I had a dead pixel in my TV towards, like, the bottom center. And I was like, oh, no. Is my TV fucked up? And then I switched back to, like, the Amazon application, and it was fine. And that was something that was in all three movies where it looked like there was just a dead pixel at the bottom of the screen. I don't know if you noticed that or not. I absolutely did not. That's so weird. Yeah, that like I don't I don't know why it just annoyed me that it was in each movie. And then like I also restarted the app a couple of times just to see reinstalled it. It was still there. So I don't know what was up with that. That yeah. was a weird grievance I had. Yeah, that's weird. Um yeah I didn't I didn't get any of that but um, yeah, I mean, so this, I, I think the only grievance that I have with a grand day out is that it's not the wrong trousers. Cause the wrong trousers is just, it's just better. It's just the best one. But I mean, a grand day out still has some really good stuff. Um, the, the whole vibe, dude, first of all, this is just like the most British shit ever. It's so fucking English, dude. Yeah, uh, it shouldn't be funny, but it is. It's so funny. You don't like any English humor at all? No, I do. It's just funny to just say that British people aren't funny. That is that is true. That is hilarious. I love Monty Python, dude. I'm like a huge Monty Python. Yeah, oh my God. We got to do... <laughs> we got to do Holy Grail and Meaning of Life at some oh, point. Dude, 100%. But um, yeah, like, so what, what was your favorite... Did you have a favorite part of Grand Day Out? Yes, I did. Um. The robot picking up the magazine and learning about skiing, and then you just see his imagination of him wanting to just ski over the the cheese slopes. Dude, I love the way they show <laughs> like the little imagination bubble popping up over his head. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that was really good. That got me really bad. <laughs> Honestly, it's the the opening music just like that like makes me so fucking happy, dude. Hearing it. And like the music put, is mad British. I they, can't explain why. It's just so, so, so 
<laughs> Everything about this is so English, bro. But they played that too when he like the song they play when he imagines skiing is so good. He just wants to ski, bro. Honestly, he was kind of in the right too, being mad at Wallace and Gromit for just coming to the moon. I don't really understand what that robot was supposed to be. Like it was a vending machine almost. That's something all right. That's a, kind of a, a a negative thing where like with a grand day out where it's kind of like there really isn't like a plot or anything. And like the robot isn't even like an antagonist. He's just kind of like there. Yeah. I guess that could be a negative if I had to really pick one, but I mean at the same time, this is like a, a show for children. So like I don't no, know. It was also made in the late 80s too, where it's like it's not for it's not for children. Don't say that. <laughs> My bad, it's for young adults. No, it's for everyone. Let's be real here. <laughs> um no, but I mean, I think that that robot is supposed. Like, I think it's a cultural thing. I think that robot is something English. Like, if we were English, I'm gonna have to hit up the English homies and see if they can explain what that robot is supposed to be. But I think that I think that that robot is supposed to be some English thing, and maybe that that part is just lost on us. I mean, I don't really care. It didn't make it any less enjoyable for me. No, it didn't. It didn't hurt the overall. It didn't hurt my experience overall, bro. At the and at the end, he gets to ski, bro. In this movie, this this shit is a happy ending, just like Cell Block uh, ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, different kind of happy ending. Yeah, bro. He just... Oh, you know what? You know what? Another thing is that really fucking killed me. What? When they're making the rocket ship and they're about to take off, and Wallace realizes he forgot the crackers. Dude, yes. How could holy he shit? How could he forget the crackers, dude? That and then he grabs awesome. thirty boxes of crackers. <laughs> the cheese, dude, the the moon cheese looks so fucking good. It looks delectable. It looks so unbelievable, bro. And then all the little mice watching them take off, and they put on their little sunglasses. So funny. There's just like little details like that throughout all three movies where I'm like. Just astonished by. Yeah, dude, Rosebud in, in Wallace's basement. Fantastic. Did you what, catch what's that? your I did. What uh what do you have any like nitpicks or anything with it? No. I gave I give every single one of these five stars, dude. I'm not even joking. Yeah, um, it checks out. Uh every single one of these has a reference to the previous one, which is pretty cool. Yes, I did notice that. Um I mean, I love that sort of like continuity. It's cool, but yeah, the the a little cool little Easter egg in Grand Day Out was Rosebud um, from Citizen Kane. Even though this is way better than Citizen Kane. Oh, this smokes Citizen Kane. All three of these smoke Citizen Kane. A blitter. Dark City. Oh, for oh, I mean that goes without saying. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, like uh, a big part of Gromit's mannerisms and like expression that's so cool. One thing I always laugh at in the scene where. Uh, Wallace realizes he forgot the crackers and runs out. Is Gromit just kind of like impatiently spinning in the chair in the spaceship and they cut back to it and he's like spinning around the way like a bored little kid would be like spinning on like a computer chair and that just cracks me up dude. So good. I really liked uh, Wallace's dumbass sewing through the, the wood and then him having to use Gromit as like a another stand to cut wood because he accidentally sewed through the first stand. He's so foolish. Um, 
Really like Wallace playing tic tac toe instead of making the ship like design. Dude, yeah. <laughs> like there's just like a lot of little jokes that really like that really got me. And it's like almost immediately you you can figure out like, oh yeah, Wallace was just like a bumbling idiot. Yeah, he's a nitwit. He's just like a simpleton. Um uh last thing I'll say on this before I move on to uh to wrong trousers is I saw the uh, trivia that this whole movie was supposed to include a 15 minute sequence where they find like a McDonald's type restaurant on the moon and Wallace was supposed to get captured and Gromit was going to rescue him and it was going to be a parody of the scene in Star Wars where they have to rescue Princess Leia but apparently the uh, the production company was like like when Nick Park was like yeah this is like they were like, are you fucking crazy, bro? They're like, that is going to take so long and cost so much. We're not fucking doing that. <laughs> Pretty awesome. You know, but we kind of get something similar to that in uh, a close shave. So, yes. Yes. Very true. All right. So let's move on. This I is love- the best one. Wrong yeah. Trousers is fucking the, the best of the three. Yeah, I mean, it's the best. It's literally, I'm not joking. This sounds like I'm doing a bit or I'm trying to have a hot take or whatever. Wrong Trousers is quite literally on my Mount Rushmore of films. at Like top four movies ever made. I gave this four and a half. This is, this is the one. It's so fucking good, dude. It's so fucking good. Um, This is when you start to see really also like, kind of like, there's like, inventions that start showing up in this that are like recurring through all of the Wallace and Gromit stuff. Like the machine that uh, dumps uh, Wallace out of his bed into his clothes for the day. And then like prepares his breakfast and shit. Do you have a favorite invention of his? Um, From, from these movies. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the techno trousers. The techno trousers are are awesome. My my favorite invention, realistically, is uh the machine that shoots the jelly at the toast. Because one of my favorite moments is when Gromit is hiding in the bed from Feathers McGraw, and he like slides down into the thing, and then he realizes he's stuck there, and the jelly shoots, and there's this like there's this second of dead air. Like you see the jelly, the spoon shoot the jelly. And then the toaster goes off and there's no bread in it to catch the jelly. And then there's like just like two seconds of dead air where it just shows Gromit sitting there and you know the jelly is off screen flying at him. And then it hits him in the face. And that just like two little seconds there is like the best comedic timing ever. And it it fucking kills me. Dude, the wrong trousers. This movie is unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's so good, dude. The Penguin is a top five. Feathers McGraw, the Penguin, is a top five greatest cinema villain of all time, bro. Everything that Feathers McGraw did fucking killed me. Dude, he's fucking (laughs) horrifying, dude. When he first comes in, all right, when they put up that they need, that they're looking for a tenant, and he walks in, and he just turns with his weird little beady eyes and just stares at fucking, at Gromit. Dude, it's it's fucking bone chilling, dude. So fucking funny. It's I also uh bone chilling. 
I like the reference to the moon cheese in the newspaper. Yeah. Good reoccurring bit like we talked about. Yeah. Also, uh, there's a scene. I don't know if you caught this. When they're in uh, Gromit's room towards the end of the movie, there's a little model rocket of the rocket from the first movie. I didn't notice that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's um, good stuff. The uh, There's just like a bunch of really funny little like jokes that are like – um you know, like background jokes, like uh, Wallace's or uh, Gromit's room having wallpaper with bones, like dog bones up. And then when Feathers McGraw moves in, he replaces it with wallpaper of fish. That's like, <laughs> that's pretty good, bro. The, I don't know what it is too, but the scene where um, Feathers McGraw just like lays up on the bed and just like kicks his feet up and puts his hands behind his head and plays that fucking song on the boombox, dude. That like, Oh yeah. Wallace is talk, trying to talk to him and he just cranks it. It's the, so, it's so funny. There's a video on YouTube. That's just like that l- song extended. And it's just him sitting there just listening to it. It's, it, it kills me, dude. It fucking destroys me. That scene fucked me up. That, that one, that one got me really fucking good. Um, I really liked Gromit just being so bummed that feathers moved in felt like he was getting replaced dude when he cries like when he fucking not like the second time he cries where there, there's like you see the tears but when he's just like sobbing dude it literally that like, kind of hurts me inside bro what when he's like leaving the doghouse yes that was when a good scene realizes, when he a picture he, of wallace no 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 before that not when like the actual t- when he when he first goes out into the doghouse and he realizes that this is like not a good situation and he's just so frustrated and he just starts like fucking sobbing dude it fucking it gets me it really gets me dude I love Gromit tailing feathers so funny just to see what he's up to it's <laughs> <laughs> so good he's on his pedal <laughs> solid shit dude Right before the bank heist, the thing that, like, maybe the funniest part of all three movies, to me at least, was him putting on the, like, rubber glove on his head. That's all it takes for him to be a chicken. Dude, Dude, it killed me. When he takes off the fucking hat and you see Wallace realize when he's like, good grief, it's you. It's like, dude, it kills me. It's so funny. (laughs) Fucking destroyed me where Wallace didn't recognize him. Yeah, until he takes the little chicken hat off. It's awesome. Um, I mean, this movie too, like I said, it's just such a big step up from from Grand Day Out as far as like the quality of the uh of like the claymation, you know, and like it's way better quality claymation. And then on top of that, it's just like it's more of like a real narrative storyline from start to finish, you know? And it just Yeah, you get oh sorry, keep going. No, no, I, I was just gonna say it just elevates it so much more. I was going to say, you get an actual narrative with Feathers moving in, Feathers kind of framing Wallace, using the techno trousers to do a bank heist. Goes awry. Gromit comes, comes back. They team up and save the day. It's awesome, dude. And, like, one thing that was so good about Grand Day Out is we talked about, like, how expressive, especially Gromit is. It's even better in this movie. Like, these little details, dude, like, the day after he has like gets no sleep the night before he has like bags under his eyes and like just little details like that, which is like, I don't know how the fuck you do that with claymation, bro. That's insane. It looks great. This movie looks great. 
the color palette and everything is great. Uh, the the bank itself looks really cool. Yeah, with the lasers going across, and then when the like panel of the ceiling comes down, and Wallace just kind of like walks right into the laser. Dude, so funny. you can see the sweat on Feather's face. Dude, I love that. Every when they show him controlling Wallace, and he's like all tense and sweating it kills me man i think the the best part of the movie i i'm sure you'll agree by far is the ending what like the, the ending the train the train the, sequence the, and the, the all train that. sequence this it feels so tense like the stakes feel so high and it feels like they're going it legitimately feels like they're going so fast it's like watching a crazy chase scene from like an actual live action movie Feathers pulling the gun on both of them is so good. <laughs> that's that's my favorite scene. That's my favorite part of any of it. That's maybe like a I'm not even joking. That's gotta be like a, a top five. That's on my like Mount Rushmore of movie moments. When Gromit's like, all right, I'm gonna beat this fool's ass. And he has the fucking uh the rolling pin and he's like slapping his hand with it like Looney Tune style. And he's like, What's up, bro? And Feathers just is like yeah, I don't think so, buddy. And he just pulls out the gun and points it in his face. Dude, it's God tier. Where the hell did Feathers even get the gun? They don't have guns in the UK. He was packing, bro. He was packing a revolver. Packing he dirty hairy style. Dude, the whole train sequence is insane with Wallace getting the spare tracks and trying to not have the train crash and he keeps putting the tracks down. Dude, so good. Uh, so if the if, shootout if, is good, the shootout's awesome, dude. He, he's shooting the the bullets are bouncing off of uh the little light fixture that fucking is on Gromit's head. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and then dude. at the end they send him to the zoo, and then they're just they get the reward money, so they don't need to to rent out the room to a tenant. Wallace says it all's well that ends well, dude. It's just a perfect ending. Everything gets wrapped up nice and tidy. I love it, dude. They're just chilling in the room. They just want to chill. Wallace eating cheese and crackers. Gromit's just reading the newspaper. They're just trying to post up. They really just want to chill. They just want to eat cheese and chill. That's it. So You know what really got me at the end, too, is the way they catch feathers in the milk bottle. Oh, yeah. Dude. It makes his little head poking out. <laughs> then they send his ass to the zoo. It's so good. This is the best one of it the three, I think. Um. So... If Feathers McGraw is to Wallace and Gromit as uh, Christopher Nolan's Joker is in that Batman trilogy, the, the the villain in the next movie is certainly Bane, which is... The what? No, movie. the villain's Terminator. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I'm saying, like, just let me make my fucking Batman analogy, man. <laughs> we go. My fault, my fault, my, my fault, OG, keep going. It's, it's all good. We go from the little conniving guy to just the big, physically imposing brute, which is just the bad guy in Close Shave. Um, So what do you think of Close Shave overall? Four out of five. Not as good as the wrong trousers, but I didn't really expect it to be. But it's still on par with a, a grand day. Uh, yeah. This is the best Terminator sequel post Terminator Two, dude. It's so good, man. When when you reveal that when they reveal that the dog is actually just like an evil robot, it just it kills me, dude. I had no idea that Preston was a robot. Yeah, 
<laughs> literally had no idea. I just thought he was a, a bulldog that was like fucked up. This one, uh, I feel like this one kind of like almost like meanders a little bit. Like they just wanted to show off more things that the characters do. And I don't think the comedic stuff hits the same stride that it does on the wrong trousers. No, the wrong trousers is absolutely the best one, but I love all of it. I love all of it so much. I don't think, I just don't, I, I feel like the wrong trousers was so good and such a leap from a grand day. And I don't think that this is like a step back. It just kind of feels like more of a sidestep in terms of the delivery. That's um, totally fair. Um, I didn't think it was as funny as either. I, I, the, I think the the funny moments were still funny, but it doesn't hit the heights. That's the thing. Yeah, fair enough. Um, one thing that this flick does that I love is introduces Sean the Sheep, who ends up being um, a recurring character. Does he still have the uh, the sweater on? Uh, he. I think sometimes he does. He's he also has a spinoff show. Oh. Okay. There's six seasons of Sean the Sheep. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, he has a spinoff show, dude. Is it good? I've never really... I've watched, like, clips, but I've never watched the whole thing. I probably should, because I love Wallace and Gromit so much. I, I And I love Chicken Run. Um, I probably would love it, I would think. He's so cute, dude. Sean the Sheep is awesome, bro. When he's chained up in the, the truck? God. Not a fan of that. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> we liberating Sean the Sheep, bro. What do you what do you think overall on this one? What what are your thoughts? I mean, uh realistically, I would give all these five stars if if uh wrong trousers didn't exist, but because wrong trousers exists, everything else gets like four or four and a half just by virtue of not being Actually, that's not true. I give Grand Day out five stars also because it's even though it's a lot more crude and it is like I said, it's like less of like a real story and more of just like like a pilot almost or like a demo. It it really just makes me so happy watching it and I just get so much enjoyment out of it. And like at the end of the day, that's like what I want from this. It's not fucking it's not fucking Citizen Kane. I mean, it's better than Citizen Kane, but you know what I mean? It's not fucking, you know, like it's it's just a good feel good. As somebody who's admittedly somewhat cynical, this is just it just makes me feel so fucking good. So I give I give that five stars and then everything else that's not the first two. I give like four, four and a half just by nature of not being the first two, but it's still great. And I mean, even the full length movie that there's one, uh, the Were rabbit, uh, I haven't seen it in a really long time, but I really enjoyed it when I saw it. And, uh, there's a, a series on Netflix. That's just like, or on a, sorry, on prime. That's just like these little super short clips. And each one is just like a different invention that Wallace makes. I think it's called cracking contraptions. 
That's really good too. They're all like super short, like only a few minutes long. Um, those are really good too. It's it's just it's all good, dude. And there's a new one coming out in 2024. Oh, who's gonna voice uh, Wallace now? I don't know. Yeah, the guy who voices Wallace passed away, but Nick Park is still doing it, so I'm sure it'll be good. Okay, I mean, as long as the OG guys and then I mean, they can find doesn't literally really matter. They can find any British guy, and it'll be fine. Uh, I really one thing that killed me is the reveal of Wendelin. How it's literally just Wallace with a wig. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> that really killed me. Um, she does not like cheese, bro. She does not like cheese. We'll get to that. Yeah. Sean the sheep getting washed really made me crack up. Yeah. Uh, Gromit getting life. Yep. Dude, this movie, this movie's it's still pretty good. It, it's still, it's still really funny. It's just. Like I said, the heights just aren't there. And what's funny is what what's interesting and funny about this movie is the stakes for this one are like pretty high. Well, yeah, they're like on the verge of death at one point. <laughs> it's really I, good. I guess they're on the verge of death in fucking wrong trousers too, because Feathers McGraw is fucking letting the revolver squawk at them. But yeah, he he pulls out the opera on them. Yeah, straight up. But <laughs> I don't know, man. Overall, this is just like, I, I I don't know. As a series, I this shit just holds such a special place in my heart, dude. I love it so much. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I think, like I said at the beginning, if there was more of a nostalgic element for me, I'd probably give these all a five. But I never, I didn't grow up with them. I just finished a close shave like 10 minutes before we started recording. Yeah. Well, I did. I did like it a lot. I I think the reveal of Preston being a Terminator was <laughs> really good. Dude, it's awesome. Uh, Wallace rescuing everyone from Preston with the Indiana Jones type beat. So fucking good aesthetically too. The, the, the it just looks so cool. Like the way this the movie has the most locales. It's so good. This one showcases the most a lot of different locales. I mean, you get the you get Wendelin's shop. You get the house. You get the truck, you get like this like ravine, grommet in the plane. There's a lot of different locales in this one. I really appreciated that. Yeah, it's sick. I really like the end with the like the mincer pressing falling into it, literally like Terminator. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean it might be <laughs> an homage to Terminator. Oh, 100% is. So good. And Preston coming back and being a good dog is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I really, the funniest part of the movie, I think you'll agree, is Wallace kind of just being so sad that Wendell and Candy cheese. Dude, not even Wensleydale? She's like, <laughs> brother. He's not rocking with cheese like that. And instantly like that, he's just not. It's a deal breaker for him. Can't even find love because he loves cheese more than people. He does love cheese more than people. He loves cheese more than Gromit. I mean, let's be honest, bro. He's not very good to Gromit. He should appreciate Gromit more than he does. Oh, 100%. Gromit is the glue that holds him together. Straight up. I mean, look at the, the oatmeal shit. 
<laughs> Sean the sheep goes through the oatmeal. Who takes care of it? It's Gromit. God. What would he do? What's your favorite that? scene? Is it is it the the rejection scene? No, my favorite scene is when is the reveal that Preston's actually a fucking cyborg. <laughs> that fucking caught me off guard so bad. It's so awesome, dude. That's probably that and the rejection are the funniest parts of the movie. And there's a couple other funny bits like we, we mentioned, but Wrong Trousers is most certainly the best one. And it right off the bat is immediately hilarious. Where I think this one just kind of takes a little bit before you start getting the payoffs that yeah. came quicker in previous movies. For sure. I mean, yeah, I, I would say if you're a fan of first of all, anybody I feel like can enjoy these movies, but especially if you're a fan of anything animated, like if you're into like Pixar movies, if you're into fucking Studio Ghibli, you you got to see this shit, man. It's so fucking. If you like Looney Tunes or fucking yeah. Tom and Jerry. It's so good. Um, I, and, uh, I like it a lot. It's good. It's it's perfect. Any final thoughts? I don't, you know, I, I just think that it's a, it's a nice change of pace from going from Brawl and Cell Block 99 to three Wallace and Gromit movies. Yeah. All three movies are very satisfying to watch and they're all less than 30 minutes. So like you can just watch, I don't know, like one or two and then break it up and like, it's not plot heavy either. It's, it's very easy easily watch. consumable. Yeah, yeah, it's very easy to consume. If you have 30 minutes, just watch The Wrong Trousers. Yeah, if I had to pick one for whoever's listening to, to watch, it's The Wrong Trousers. For sure. What's up with the, 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 the werewolf movie or whatever it's called? It's just like a full-length one. It's just like an hour and a half long. Is, how's it hold up to the other ones? Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I enjoyed it when I watched it. Yeah, I mean, years ago. And what about uh the other short? Was it called the wrong? Uh, no. it's the loaf uh, or whatever. The matter of loaf and death. Yeah, yeah that that one's good too. I mean, it's not quite as good as the wrong trousers, but it's still great. Maybe we'll come back and do. The, mo- the full-length movie in a matter of loaf and death in a couple of months. I think that'd be pretty good. We should come back and we should do Chicken Run is what we should do. I'm down. Literally, I've never seen it. Fucking Chicken Run. I mean, it's the same type of humor and shit. If you like that, if you like this, you'll like Chicken Run. But, what, uh, uh, yeah. what else is like along the lines of this kind of stuff, like Wallace and Gromit, you think? I mean... Besides, like, Looney Tunes, like, Hanna-Barbera shit. It's it's hard to say. It's really It really is, like, super unique, you know? It's, like, British humor, and it's, like, for children, but there's also a lot of, like, adult humor in it, but not, like, adult humor that's, like, sexual or crude or anything like that. It's just, like, smart, you know? Like, a lot of the jokes yeah. are, are pretty highbrow mixed in, you know? I I think so too. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think a, a maybe a kid would laugh at the Gromit getting life in prison bit in the newspaper, but I thought that was like hysterical. Yeah, so good. I thought that was a pretty good one. 
uh, I don't know. I, I, I really didn't anticipate enjoying these three movies as much as I did. I told so you. I'm glad that I did. I told you. All right. Well, I feel like that pretty much wraps it up. You got anything else? No. Next week we're doing hard boiled. That's right. Hard fucking. Boiled. Although we did say. I don't know if this or hard boiled is going to be out first. We kind of got confused, I think, but that's okay. We'll do if, this then hard boiled. If we did, yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah. So we'll, we're doing hard boiled next. John Woo, classic flick. Um, we kind of got. I haven't seen it. Oh, dude, it's going to be awesome. We uh, we kind of got our summer all mapped out for the next like handful of well, the first part of our summer. Um, we also got a little something in the works. Uh, doing a cool collab with uh, one of our friends. Uh, who does sick boots. He's going to do a boot for a flick. He's going to come on the pod. We're going to watch it together. It's going to be a, a dudes doing movies, madman's closet collab. Um, So we'll, we'll, we'll give more details when, when that comes closer, but I'm excited for that too. Yeah. I don't want to say what movie it is, but I think it's both a movie that both of us love a lot. And consider yeah, maybe a top 10. It's a movie that I, I'm sure anybody who has listened to this at all has just assumed that we're going to do it down the line at some point. So I can't wait to get to that. Uh, I'm excited to watch Hard Boiled. I, I don't really, I don't know anything about it. So I, I fuck with John Woo though. Everything that you like from every action movie ever is taken from this movie. So, I think that brings us to the conclusion. Yep. Send us an email at dudes do, 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 movies at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram at dudesdoingmovies. Uh, tell your friends, like, subscribe, leave a review. I think within the next week or two, hopefully, we'll try to get this up for apple Podcasts and stitcher and all that other bullshit if anyone yeah, yeah. i don't know anyone that uses stitcher but we are looking into it so all right well thanks again until next time signing off peace later